the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. And once again, we are so blessed to have Jordan Lake back with us for the second week. Jordan, welcome back. Thank you for having me back, Terry. Jordan, you gave a powerful testimony last week on your journey from the darkness of abyss to two years and nine months of recovery and healing, right? Yes. I want to clarify that because I think last week I I only gave you two years. Hmm. And every day is a win for us, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Jordan, at the end of last week's program, you mentioned receiving Christ hmm. several times, actually. Yes. Learning from the Bible. Hmm. And through this Bible... There are 12 spiritual principles that turn us from this darkness Mm. to following the light of the world, Jesus Christ, right? 12 principles known as the 12 steps to recovery. Yes. What principle, what step are you on? I am on step nine. Amen. Amen. Well, can we go back to step one and explain to these people how you applied each principle to your life and how it's brought to you to where you are today? Yes. By the teachings of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, I found myself in the first step admitting that I was powerless over my addictions and my life had become unmanageable. I'd mentioned last week the series of nightmares that God had given me, reminding me of the powerlessness that my addictions have over me and that sin has over me. It was at the end of those two weeks that I made that step one confession and admission before God. Step two, I'd been working for those couple months up until that point and through that point in prayer with God and in reading scripture and connecting with church community, being encouraged in my faith to put my hope in God and to believe that he can restore me and can restore anybody to sanity. For those that aren't familiar, that step two is that we believe that God will restore us to sanity. To sanity. Yes. Not only that, He would restore me to sanity, but I also came to believe that we can have fullness of life without alcohol, without drugs, and that we can overcome our addictions. Amen. And my third step experience of turning my life and my will over to the care of God, to the care of Jesus Christ, that commitment began that Christmas evening when I had seen the, the grace of God in my life and had placed my faith in Jesus Christ. And that third step continued on 
from that commitment. I had continued to wrestle with God and wanting to live in my own power, but I came around to seeing how life with God is life surrendered to him. It's not just my first confession that I'm a follower of Jesus, but it's a daily surrender to him. What do they, what do they, excuse me, what do they say in recovery? One day at a time. time. Yes. And I got to the fourth step, which was taking a searching and fearless moral inventory. It was through involvement at church and through inviting God into my recovery that I was connected with a recovery group at my church. God put someone in my path who introduced me to the organizer of that group who ended up becoming my sponsor. My sponsor invited me to a fourth and fifth step workshop where I joined others in recovery in assessing ourselves, reflecting on our dark pasts in addiction and encouraging one another and learning from one another. Explain to these people briefly just what a fourth step is, this inventory. There's a tool that you use in this fourth step, right? Yes. And it's called a pencil. Yes. Writing out my past, writing out the people I had harmed, writing out my resentments, actually, is where I began. And it was in looking at my resentments that I found I had nothing to be resentful of others for that I was called to forgive others, but that also I had harmed others. And so this brought me to my fifth step, confession of confessing to God and another, my harms against others. And it was in confession that I came to see those, the resentments and the harms of my four-step inventory and to see them in the light of the forgiveness and acceptance of Jesus Christ for everyone who puts their faith in him. Amen. And in holding those wounds to him, holding those sins up to him, I received that forgiveness and healing deeper into my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, you should see the smile on Mm. this young man's face. That forgiveness piece... How's that make us feel, Jordan? Powerful. It's no longer our power. It is God's. Amen. By by his glory. Cleansed, doesn't it? Yes. We're cleansed. Yes. And that's where that fourth and fifth step, it's it's interwoven, right? Mm. We're writing down the wreckage of our past, Mm. and in the fifth step, we're spewing this wreckage out Mm. through confession. And not just to God, but to another human being as well. Amen. Why is that important? Because it is so powerful to see another human being be a presence to one, confessing one's sins and showing that forgiveness and love of God to the confessor as we are called to be the living body of Christ for one another. Amen. Receiving one another in love. Amen. So from this confession and reflecting on my inventory, I came to the sixth step of being willing to surrender my character defects to God. 
And this is also an ongoing step. It's good to follow up my fifth step by seeing the patterns in my inventory and seeing the wounds and giving those to God and wanting to live in freedom in Christ and by his Holy Spirit. And so my seventh step was humbly asking him to remove all of my shortcomings, exercising that second step faith that he had the power to do so, but also accepting that this is a day-by-day journey and that it will take time to see complete restoration as God promises us upon the return of Jesus but it is also a real blessing to see how he has already begun that process in my life and to see that in the lives of others in recovery as well. You know, I'm so glad that you brought that up. You referenced the second step. Yes. Right? With the seventh step. Yes. And as I just mentioned, and I've mentioned many times in our meetings, that all of these spiritual principles are interwoven. Yes. They must be worked in order, right? Yes. But they're all interwoven. The seventh step can't be done properly Mm. without steps two, three, four, five, and six, right? Yes. And I like what you said, that it takes time when when we're uh, we're humbly asking God to remove this sin, this Mm. defect. Yes. Doesn't happen overnight, does Mm. it? No. And it doesn't happen in the way that we want it to either. That is part of the process and of the trust in God. And so in trusting God, I came to my eighth step, having assessed myself and invited God in to my heart to do that powerful work. He then calls us to go out and make those amends with others. But first, we have to know who we're making amends to. And so the eighth step is making a list of those I had harmed and becoming willing to make amends with them. And that was easy. Having done my fourth step, I could see the ones I had harmed. I had reflected on those harms and made a list and prayed to God to help me to reach out to those people, make those amends and reconcile in a way that was healing for myself and the other person, but also glorifying to him. Amen. So I came to the ninth step of making amends with others when doing so would not harm. And it has been an ongoing process. I'm grateful that not only has God touched my heart with his grace, but has touched others' hearts as well in accepting my apologies. And not only that, but people will tell me the impact that I've made on their lives, even through addiction, the the redeemable moments that God blesses every life with. And that has been really encouraging to me in continuing to reach out to family and friends. And it brings me on into my 10th, 11th, and 12th steps of continuing to walk this path, not just in relationships built in the past, but also in those that God has planned for me and the good works that he has planned for me in the future. Amen. And once again, this ninth step where we're trying to make amends for the wreckage of our past. Yes. Whether we get a positive or a negative response Mm. doesn't really matter because we're doing it 
to cleanse us from our guilt and shame. And you're right. The majority of people will receive Mm. our amends and our restitution. They see the change in us. Amen? And that is all glory be to God. Glory be to God. We're running out of time. Share another minute of hope for these people. Witness to these people, Jordan. This recovery would not be possible without God, and it is because of God entirely. I and myself have not done anything to earn this recovery. It is a gift of God available to anyone who calls upon the name of Jesus Christ, his son, who came to this earth to live the perfect life, die for us on the cross, and rise from the dead to fill us with his spirit and go on living to glorify him. Amen. Jordan, you've been a blessing these past two weeks. Mm. Thank you for sharing your wonderful journey with the listening audience and with me. And I'm going to ask you to come back in the near future. Would you do that? I would love to. Amen. Amen. Folks, I know you've been blessed. Next week, no coincidence, we're going to be introducing the ninth step of recovery, Mm. that we may direct amends to people whenever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. And I want you to reference Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Amen. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.